Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel. You can join us here at the store if you like. We're at uh, 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can phone in to join us at 217-356-9397 or even text us at 35153. Five seven. We have our regular experts standing by, and they include Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. And good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. And today we have special guest who comes annually to visit us, Jack DeVruman. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, everybody. It's good wonderful morning. to have you again. Uh, Jack, uh, if you may or may not remember, is uh, the bulb expert. Oh, yeah. So any, any questions you might have? Go ahead and get them ready and call in because that's what we have Jack here for. Now, just to start off, as we usually do, were you guys able to accomplish anything in the gardens this week? I have very good news. Oh, I'm expecting. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was finally able to uh, get a female flower, uh, you know, pollinated for, I have a pumpkin growing. I have three pumpkins growing. Oh, oh my wow. gosh. And this is all since last Saturday. So, wow. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, we were plotting to, to put some, uh, put some in there and lay them down. Right. <laughs> they were going to sneak some in, Jack. <laughs> she hasn't had, she hasn't had any pollination at all in her pumpkin patch. I didn't, but, you know, and finally, Until yes, I, I did learn how to do it by hand eventually. And, but by then the uh, tip from John to put some other already flowering uh, plants out there that I think that's what did it. And it really attracted the pollinators sure. to take care of it. Awesome. So, yeah, so now, th and this is my first. <laughs> They'll be so about the size of a golf ball, won't they? They <laughs> will. <laughs> no, it's already almost a softball. No wow. kidding. Kidding. Wow. No, That's no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I'm just quite proud about that. Thought I'd share. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. Oh, I totally. I guess that's what makes this whole hobby field so, so, uh, what am I trying to say? Just fulfilling, I guess, is what I'm trying to it, think of. It hasn't felt it's like a hobby fulfilling. for about 40 years now. <laughs> you made it a career. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is exciting to see things like that happen. That's the nature of gardening. That's why we do them. Mm -hmm. That's that's the whole thing about bulbs. Putting them in the ground in the fall and in the spring, miraculously, you've got this stunning flower. Yes. Oh yeah. And I love that. Th yeah. And the selection that you have out here, it's just so exciting to think that those flowers could be in my yard just in a matter of months. You know, I, I tell this, I, I Jack, I did actually do a presentation on, on bulbs uh, for different uh, organizations locally, and I just did one last week, and um, you know, I tell people I have most, most of the bulb questions I get are in spring. I want those, I want that that's blooming right now, I want that. <laughs> That's the wrong time to be asking. Yep. <laughs> plan ahead. Take a photo. Yeah, yeah you, you got to plan ahead. That's for sure. Right. Yeah, it's it's in interesting, but but it is kind of neat. It's the whole premise of gardening that that hope and relying on something coming back every year. And yeah. the patience that you need patience to have. And you can dream about it and talk about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And, and, uh, but it takes a little work, of course, in the fall to yeah. to get your beds ready. And you know, look, look at the weather that's coming up this week. It's like Indian summer, so it should be oh a great yeah. week to plant. Yeah. Gosh, today is just gorgeous. <laughs> so, so we're getting in temperatures now that we can be planting. It isn't too warm. 
Ac actually, yeah. you want the ground to be down to uh, 55, 60, and I think that's coming fast with those colder nights we're having. Yes, exactly. I think we're not quite there yet, but we're getting close. Yeah. Okay. Boy, great. And, and certainly to come out now so I can have the best selection. I've already seen the one that uh, my husband chose has already sold out. We've sold out of several Tootie already. Fruity. Yeah, we've sold out of several already. I so bet. It, it, when John and I, are, we sit here every Saturday morning, and, and when the bulbs come in, it's so exciting to see all the color. It's like, oh, my gosh, this is just stunning. Mm -hmm. That's when you need to come in, when we start talking about them, yeah. because we sell out of them fast. And, and obviously when we talk about the color, we're not talking about the bulbs themselves, but you have beautiful photographs to, uh, to wet our whistles and wet our appetites for what we would want to see. Absolutely. And the photos are just gorgeous and stunning and, yeah, truly tempting. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, of course, uh, a taste for everybody. You were talking about colors before uh, before radio show, right? And, yes. And we, I brought in a, a few pinks, of course. Uh, um, there's a few breakthroughs that we really need to talk about this year. Uh, in general, but the bulb crop was really good. We had a dry summer and dry spring, which we were a little afraid of, but it, it turned out to be very healthy. And we have a, 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 a very nice breakthrough in the down hybrid tulips, also called the perennial tulips. Now we have, for the first time, a purple one. Yeah. So uh, we made a, this nice combination, Rainbow River, which has the purple down oh. hybrid in together with the pride tulips. The pride tulips are a new group of down hybrids. Mm -hmm. And we call them perennial tulips because you can leave them in the ground and they come faster back than other tulips. They only need a short window to make their new bulbs for next year. Nice. Only six, seven weeks. So when it gets mm -hmm. hot in spring and you can let, let the leaves die down naturally, mm -hmm. there's a good chance that they'll come back perfectly so that's something that people ask about all the time uh, my tulips i planted them uh, three years ago they just don't seem to be doing well now yeah it, it's about the, the lifespan of a tulip is about three years yeah okay uh, what what the tulip does it it, it it disappears completely after the flowering and it leaves some sclerotians some back in the ground so it likes fresh ground after three years so either dig them up or put the daffodil there or hyacinth so you gotta rotate your beds a little bit in that in that respect. Good. Oh, that's good to know. But yeah. every three years, so you really kind of want to keep yeah. track of keep it. Keep track of it. It gets smaller, and the, and the flower gets smaller. You know, uh, it's time to replace them. Uh, uh oh, <laughs> remember to do that. But that's so interesting <laughs> that you can kind of give it a rebirth or a second life, so to speak. And, and when's the Jack the best time to dig up bulbs? The best time is after you've you've seen them go down completely with the yellow leaves. The, the, the leaves are, are, are kind of died off, and then dig it within one or two weeks, and then just let them in a, in a dry spot. It doesn't have to be cool or warm. Dry spot with a little ventilation, mm -hmm. and plant them again in you know mid October, November. Mm -hmm. So don't plant them in right away. They need th that rest period. Okay. The rest. Okay, good. The rest yeah. period. So they've they've done all of their production through the leaves in the spring after they flowered. Right. And when they go down, then you dig them up. Yeah. And let them rest. Yeah. Dry them off a little. Let and them of rest. course, there's other bulbs that you can leave in the ground, like like daffodils. Uh, sure. They'll multiply. They'll come back. Uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, muscaris, skillas. They all come back, and they all d uh, animal resistant. So uh, so there's a good choice in that respect. We have this little sucker here that's called Corydalis. It's also animal resistant. It's a beautiful pink short, little bitty bulb, but it's a nice, very bright pink color. Okay, w I, I know I told you pink isn't my favorite color, but I love that. <laughs> it, it, it really it, it, it's, it's almost like a little decentra. Yeah, 
I, I but love. Yeah, that's what it reminds you of. Dyson. I love the leaf that. types, and then you look at the leaves and the colors, and uh, uh, but it's, it's only very short. It, it doesn't get taller than than a few inches, maybe eight nine inches. I like that's that. That's neat. I've, I've never known Cory Dallas to be pink. Always no yellow, mostly yep, yellow. for me. Uh, there's um, yellow, white, and blue are the common ones in the market, um, and they they kind of naturalize and grow a little better in the shade. Yeah, is that true of these the, also? It's the same way here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See the, uh, uh, so it's a, actually you know, a wildflower originally, mm -hmm. and uh, but it, it thrives well here, like 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 licorice. The naked lady that we have in, in all yeah, our yeah. big areas here around us. Oh, yeah. lots of them. Everybody <laughs> loves those. Lots at of the them. university, at the uh, different parks. Uh, I have some in my backyard. Do you? And sure. uh, in August, you see them certainly coming up without leaves. You see the leaves in the spring, they disappear, and then certainly there's a flower coming out of nothing. Right. right? It seems like it. We call them the surprise lady. Yep. Surprise lady. <laughs> surprise yeah. lady, yep. yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's amazing how many people... Um, notice them oh yeah because uh, they're everywhere but you know sometimes some people just kind of they just kind of face things out but the robert very, very robert, robert Alton park they're, yeah. they're, they're big and they're, they're yeah. very they have large patch yeah. yeah. yes yeah. they yeah. do it but i think what's so so interesting about him is uh like you say you know the foliage comes up in the spring and disappears and all of a sudden there they are with these these beautiful flowers coming out of the ground with no foliage when there's I not think, much else going on yeah you know that's i think it's a, a wonderful thing for your garden, absolutely. Something people don't know about is the muscari. They shoot leaves in the fall. So that you see these leaves coming oh, up in the fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you don't know what it is. It's a muscari. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Little, little okay. With naked ladies? Uh, the muscari is the, uh, the grape hyacinth. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, it's beautiful. A, a very used, very large used uh, special bulb also in the landscape. You see big landscape jobs in, uh, that they use a lot of muscari. Okay. Uh, you know, Jack, I love that combination that you're you're holding right now with the muscari and uh, a tulip. Yeah, and you like the botanical tulips, right? Yeah, I do. Yeah, this is the tarda tulip that's in we've we've seen in Doxa, the glory of the snow, uh -huh. the grape hyacinth. Uh, they call it Swedish sweets because, of course, the colors of yellow and blue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> being the the Swedish flag, and uh, it's just a great combination. So all you do is just uh, it's already pre-mixed, so you can just um, make a food. Lang a foot wide, and uh, uh, you throw them in, and that's it. Only a few inches deep. Wow. Nice so combination. So you don't have to dig individual holes. You just dig a, a patch, like where you want them, yeah. huh, and put your bulbs in, and right. then cover it with soil. And you know that how they awesome. do it at Cooking of Gardens? They just take a bucket and just throw them where they, and where they fall, they plant them. Really that's how you nice. get the back plant. Nice. Yeah. Huh. I but love that it. looks so so natural. Like it does. That. It, it does. does. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. I yeah. love that. That's what, uh, what what's so great about these combinations are. Sometimes you'll have somebody, you know, I can't decide what to put together, where you've already made it easy for mm -hmm. somebody to do that. Oh my yeah. gosh! Like yeah. for something like that that you would just scatter. I yeah. I would. You want them all to be similar height, right? Ish. Yeah. Ish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but who would have thought to put that tulip and muscari together? It just wouldn't have occurred to me. Yes, I, I agree. I just think yeah. that's really neat. And, uh, and, 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 and the height can be an effect, but also when you do hyacinths and you, you, you see the empty space between the hyacinths, sure. you can plant anemones, you can plant a smaller, a, a shorter ground cover type of bulb. And we made a nice package here. It's called uh, um, Blue Heaven. Of That's course. really pretty. 
Yes, and I it's do. of course very fragrant. Hyacinths are very fragrant, so you can smell them from a long distance. Oh. That's wonderful. And I just knowing what which flowers are more compatible with each other, it's kind of nice that you've already made that decision <laughs> too. <laughs> it gives you an idea of what you can do in with, 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 with a lot of minor bulbs as well. We call them minor bulbs, but we should call them special bulbs. Special, yes, yeah. I like yeah. that better. I like that. minor bulbs though. Definitely. I need to remember that. So when you what else do you have talk about uh, a big trend in Europe right now, it's we talked about the peonies being so hot in, in cut flowers, but also in gardens. Yes. Uh, of course, this is peony country with the clams originally uh, have a big farm in Champagne. Yeah. And Mary Ellen used to work there. Yeah, I did. Uh, but the peonies worldwide are, are really picking up um, in the Dutch cut flower market. We know already they, they sold over 150 million cut stems just in one season. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And that's that's uh, that's a trend that people like to see in the gardens too. But when you don't do peonies and uh, you want some color in the spring, we have peony tulips as well. Peony tulips? And they look like a peony. Look look at this uh, pink size and amazing grace. Oh, that's just a beautiful, rich carnation pink. Everybody knows about Angelique. Yeah. That was the most popular tulip for a long time. Really? Angelique is still there, but there's a big better coming around new new combinations those are beautiful uh, it's it's absolutely stunning i mean it, it really does resemble a peony it does if you look at that full double flowers it yeah. looks just like a double peony mm-hmm. a tulipa and i'm just showing a peony next to it you uh oh, those are very similar yeah yeah so I'll, uh, I'll talk about it at the seminar as well what they are and, and when they flower and uh how the trick is to perhaps uh plant some around your peony beds because the peonies come just after the tulips right, and after exactly. the daffodils. Oh, okay. And learn how to stagger the perennial garden. Yes. Kind of thing. So I you always have something blooming. I think the interesting thing about uh, about bulbs is that you actually can have 12 months of bulbs. So, and that includes the forcing bulbs. Uh, okay. Indoors. Good Indoors, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... But if you read, I mean, these packages are so informative. It tells you how deep to plant them, where to plant them, how tall they're going to get, when they bloom. Yeah. All you have to do is actually just read the labels like planting seeds in the spring. Read the package. Right. So it'll tell you when it blooms. And if you just think about it for a little bit, you can have flowering going on for months. For months, yeah. Fabulous. And now I noticed some are more expensive than others. Why is that? Is it because they are... What older or larger or well, uh, harder to? Find? Of course, of course, it's an it's an open market, so it's also uh, a question of uh, uh, market price. In some case, um, when when tulips are used for forcing, which is a big industry in the Netherlands for cut flowers or containers, and this country as well, a lot of bulbs are sold for cut flower production or container production yeah. for indoor. Um, of course, those are the ones that people look for with, with hybridization a lot. But the best tulips that won't make it and are still the best colors, we use them for gardens. And then you can select um, uh, the best habits for the gardens. But of course, when there's a good crop, um, we can also get some of those cut flower varieties that are affo affordable for the garden then. So that's why we change varieties every year. Okay. And uh, we look at the quantity that has been planted, the number of acres, and, and the pricing through the years and uh, so that's how we make our, 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 our assortment 
for the next year. Okay. You're listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Our phone number is 356-9397, or you can text us at 351-5357. And our special guest today is bulb expert Jack DeVruman. Yay. Yay, Jack. So uh, I understand that you can kind of predict which colors will be popular each season? Well, that's, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, when, when the trend watches uh, watch colors, of course, uh, they go to the big fashion shows in Paris or, sure. or, or, or Los clothing. Angeles for clothing. Oh. Yeah. And, and that's how they see what's coming up maybe two, three years from now. What an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I have to go. So <laughs> sorry, that's <laughs> my job. But, but that's true because it all, all the colors have trends and and yeah. uh, you sure. know whether There's it like goes for fashion the and then it goes into home decor and it it all follows into into you know every Down industry. Down into your garden, even. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's neat. So what did you see a lot of this year, and what are you thinking about? Because you said you'll know now for three years down the line. Yeah, of course, it's too short to then to hybridize tulips, but you can sure. you can look at your assortment, and you can see the new seedlings, and you can see the, the new varieties that are coming out, and then you pick kind of the varieties that you think will be hot a couple of years from now. Yeah. So wow. then that's what you, uh, that, uh, that's what we, we grow, and then... Of course, we put them. Uh, uh, we have to make new pictures, like the blends of the new Rainbow River, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that, 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 but we use a lot of pictures that we plant in Kuggenhof Gardens. We have a nice uh, piece of property in Kuggenhof Gardens where the Vroomen can exp- explain and also shows their varieties. And, and where is it? That's in Lisse Holland. Okay. It's a big flower, exhi- flower bulb exhibition. That's totally a road trip. Uh, yeah, or boat trip, or yeah. plane trip, or maybe. all the above. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when's the best time to be there? In Holland, though, I mean that's the place. The best time is uh, late April, early May. It opens mid March and it closes mid May. But the peak is probably late April. Gotcha. To look at daffodils high since flowering, and it's the the busiest park in eight weeks time in the world. It's it attracts. Oh my gosh. Now over 1.5 million people. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so all oh our cool little time. village list is, is loaded with, with buses and cars that time of the year. I'll bet. How exciting. <laughs> no kidding. That's great. That's just fabulous. It is. So so did you end up telling me what color is going to be for next year predicted to be the hot color? Well, you see a lot of pink on the table and purple. And that's that's what, what, what you see <laughs> in the... Duh. <laughs> But I see. <laughs> and, 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 and a lot of colors with, with blue, uh, with pinks, uh, can be combined with blues or, 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 oh, or, sure. or, or other colors, whites. Or, um, but alliums are hot. Alliums are hot through the years. And we have That's focused more on, on, on the tall alliums, but also the shorter alliums. And of course, the aliens that you can dry back, which is, uh, I believe, your your favorite. Oh, it's, it's my favorite, Shubedi. absolutely. Yeah, Shubedi. Yeah, you can you that can cut them and dry them back and leave them in uh, or leave them in your garden and paint and paint them. I, I spray paints spray my best them, friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> She's probably done that too more than once. <laughs> That's an interesting looking alien, though, where it's just kind of spiky. Yeah, it's spiky, and of course, there's there's, there's little ones that spikes. are spiky that, that that are already a, a nice color, purple or pink. Mm-hmm. And there's one that's changing colors. It's called chameleon, and that one 
comes pinkies and leaves the world white. I love that. Isn't that cool? Really yes, pretty. Yes, it is. Yeah. And, and I see the darker pink as it's just coming on, and then it goes into a softer pink before it goes white. Yeah. And that's a chameleon allium. Chameleon allium, yes, a, sh a short allium. I like the short ones. I do too. I think that's really a neat way to uh, uh, edge your, your flower bed. Mm -hmm. uh, there's not much else going on. That's so right. At the end of May yeah. period, it's kind of not ready yeah. for animals yet. Yeah, it's and almost and there, uh, but not quite. Yeah, and quite uh, ready to roll. Absolutely. For, yeah. So, but how tall do you think do they get average? It they only get eight, eight to ten inches. Okay. And and then there's the allium that everybody thinks of the big puff ball that's about as big as a softball. Yes. And it gets, right what, four larger. feet, three feet? Yeah, they got three, four feet, and they're the globe masses, the, the gigantium, and they're very rewarding and because yes. they come a little later, but once you see them, they're just dramatic. Yes, yes. they certainly dramatic. are. You yeah. only need one for a wonderful photo shot. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just, they're really interesting, and I think the diversity, just look at the diversity in the flowering right here on the table. Mm -hmm. I, I love this that has the um, the little fatter uh, petal, leaf petals, um, as opposed to the spiky uh, petal, uh, leaf petals. Yes. And, and the ones that look like fireworks, the Schuberti that I like so well. The one Just with the pink jewel, I also love the, the bright green center. Exactly, which is a nice contrast. Very, yes. Just wonderful pop next to don't, the uh, Don't soft usually pink. see them grow or blooming like that, as you know, like uh, any of these others that you. They just don't have that kind of a uh, two-tone interest, but they have their own brand of interest for sure. Just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Lots Three. you can do with alliums. Well, the good part, I have an orange for you, too. <laughs> Marielle. <laughs> Marielle, this is a, uh, a precious moodens, which is a bunch flowering tulip. Uh, bunch flowering is very rewarding because you get four or five stems in one tulip. <gasps> Isn't that awesome? That's so cool. That is beautiful. Actually, it's one stem, but it has side, side stems with the flowers. I love how it's kind of like a creamy apricot, sh orange sherbet kind of a color. I love those kinds of colors. Beautiful. Yes. You see it next to a darker orange. Well, I happen to tell uh, Jack that I, I wasn't too crazy about pink. So he brought this over just for me. Oh. But you know what? I really like this. I love the form of the tulip. It's so different than the Darwins. It is. It is. It is shorter. It's a little earlier. And it's very diverse. But we got them in, we got bunch flowering in late as well that are really exciting. In late spring? In late spring. That uh, late spring for you guys is, is early May, mid-May okay. for tulips. Okay. I like that one because it's almost like a flame shape. Yeah, it's a really different shape, it's isn't really it? Different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah, when yeah. you think of tulips, most people think of the of the Darwin type, which are beautiful. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. You certainly don't think of the peony type, but I like this kind of uh, vase shape, kind of yeah. flared top. Yes, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So you must like lily flowering tulips. Though. Yeah, lilies. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the diversity in tulips is just amazes me every time I look. It's just like. Really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> How did that and now, if our talk is tempting you to come out and look at the bulbs at Prairie Gardens, then uh, let's also mention that Jack is kind enough to be doing a free seminar at 9.30 this morning. Yes, 9.30, be here, be square. Mm -hmm. Plenty of here. seating. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so we don't want to touch upon anything that you might do there. We can tease a little bit, though. All right. Well, uh, but but in in general, it of course, the the head uh, speak will the head talk will be about the outdoor bulbs, but also we'll, I'll explain about the indoor bulbs. What it takes to do paper whites and amaryllis, 
And even if you want to force regular bulbs, what, what it takes to do that? Like a hyacinth. Like hyacinths. Uh, you got Daffodils? special hyacinths. Daffodils? Yeah. Daffodils oh, yeah. can be forced. Okay. The that reason we plant them in the fall outside is that they need that 12 weeks of cold. And we give them, them outside naturally. But if you can fool them and give them inside that cold period, you mm. can do the same thing and get them to flower. So even throughout the Illinois winters that we can get around here, um, th- uh, the freeze does not hurt them? No. Even though you're not putting them, you know, feet down? No, 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 <laughs> under no, no. The no feet, uh, feet is very, is, is a little bit too much, but, 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 uh, but if, you go, if you go, if you go, even if you go six inches or four inches uh, with the smaller bulbs or two inches, um, the, the, the key thing is to get them rooted in the fall. Once they have roots, they'll, they'll be okay. They can take all the frost. Okay. Now, containers outside are touchy because of the wind and the cold period. They freeze over. So uh, if you want to do containers, bring them in the garage where it's under 45 all the time. Mm -hmm. So not just during the day or night, but all the time below 45, then you can also give them that cold period that way. How about uh, if you have refrigerator space? That's even better. See? That's even better. But in a breathable bag, right? Not plastic? No, no. You 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 want them to plant. So don't leave them in the package. No. Put, them them put them in, in the ground. Soil. Uh, in the fall, in the soil. Oh, put them in plant pots. Plant them in, in the soil. refrigerator. In the, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh. So okay. it's seriously, seriously. Takes so you need a big fridge space. to do that, but it's, <laughs> uh, it's a good idea. Save some space. Uh, <laughs> and for me, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But my husband has this thing about not liking dirt or soil, even if it's perfectly good soil. Perfectly good soil. In his kitchen. <laughs> What's wrong with those people? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think that food comes from, boy? But a, no. but a, a, con, a, a garage that isn't heated yeah. works. Certainly. It works too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But make sure the temperature doesn't get over forty-five. Right. Okay. Now, if you can grow paper bites inside, they don't need the chilling because they're grown naturally outside of Israel. Outside in, in Israel, where it's warm, there's no winter, huh. and uh, they flower there in, in January normally. So you can just bottom every week or every two weeks and you have flowers constantly over the winter. Isn't that awesome? That's awesome. <laughs> yes, it is. So they got a good crop already in the the, the, the best size bulbs here at Prairie Gardens. Those are just they're, huge. They're, they're wonderful. And um, uh, start them now and you have in four to six weeks you have the first flowers. Wow. Four so to six weeks. And that's something to do with kids too. Because they oh can also, yes. if you sure. put them in a clear vase or something, uh-huh. you can kind of watch the roots as they develop. Uh, keep in mind to put them in stones that to, to have the water a half inch under the bulb. So the, the bulb don't touch the bulb, but it will make roots that goes into the stone and the water. And that will give stability, but also they'll get all the ingredients out of the water. Yep. And then it's a matter of stretching. Now remember what we talked about a, f- uh, a few years ago to put oh a yeah. little... Oh yeah. A little gin in there to keep him short. Gin never hurt that's anybody, that's right? That's gin. <laughs> I did not remember that, okay, but maybe I will now. <laughs> a little gin, huh? Yes. Uh, we have a professor at Cornell that, that is our test professor, Bill. Uh, and Bill gets some uh, gin every year as a, as a Christmas present from, from Holland. <laughs> nice. And he said, well, I'll give some to my paperwise, and he kept them short. About about they they only were instead of uh, a foot tall they were only uh, uh, five six inches. Huh. Isn't that amazing? And 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 that's nice because sometimes when it's dark in the winter they intend to stretch. Stretch. Yeah, but the light yeah. keeps them short, so you have to keep them in the window, like okay. most plants, to keep yep. them short. 
and uh, but that that is a, a little uh, technique that uh, that gives you a, a more rewarding, shorter paper bite. So he just put a shot of gin in the water. Yeah. And let him. So think that what that does to your body. I'm sorry. No, just saying. <laughs> uh, if I'm only five one, think how much gin I've had. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, okay. The one secret that I do remember that you gave uh, was about uh, because everybody's worried about the squirrels digging up your bulbs. And the tip that you had given, correct me if I'm wrong, was that we're supposed to go ahead and bury them deeper, even though it doesn't seem like we should. Right, put them a little deeper, and uh, there's a few things uh, we advise. If you, if, if you really have a, have a nice bed that you want to cover, put some chicken wire on top. Oh. And bury it with an inch of soil so the bulbs will go through it. No, no issues there, but they can dig the bulbs. Um, okay. And of course, you can plant uh, uh, bulbs that they won't like, which is which are daffodils. They're poison for animals or hyacinths. And then oh, even the, the bulbs. And then you'll see a little sign on the on the package uh-huh. that are animal resistant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, kind of like the Ghostbusters sign. Only instead yeah. of a ghost, right. it's yeah. a deer. <laughs> like that. But so that's that's yeah, the thing that's about know. the squirrels. Anytime you're you're disturbing the soil and you're digging, you know they're curious and they want to go in there and it's soft and and dig. So sure. mm-hmm. so yeah, th- that's a great tip about putting yeah. the, the chicken mm-hmm. wire across. And the deer too, because I live uh, close to the country, uh, and it, it, I mean they it doesn't matter if it's a cornfield, so be, they'll just go right through it. Oh for sure. <laughs> yeah. Come yeah. visit. Talking about the country, like where I live in the woods. Uh, but we could still enjoy bulbs early because they bloom before all the tree canopies come out. Oh. Right. Yeah, yeah. which is really kind of neat. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid about shade, but they really, uh, there's not much shade in the spring. You're right, John. Uh, even Cuckoo of Gardens is a big, it's actually, is, it's, an, it's a forest, but because of, 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 of the, the late shade, we grow all the bulbs there. And once the shade comes, it's nice for coverage to, to, so they last longer. Mm-hmm. Sure. The sun doesn't come direct to them. That's a good point. I, I need to look up this garden. How <laughs> do I spell Kuchenhof, it? Kuchenhof, it's, called, it's, called, uh, the, the, it's spelled K-E-U-K-E-N-H-O-F, Kuchenhof. K-E-U-K-E-N? Yeah, H-O-F. H-O-F. It's called Kitchen Garden. And originally in the, in the 1400s, there it was a hunting ground for for the kitchen for herbs oh but sure. also oh for, nice. for for little rabbits and little pheasants we we are about five miles from the north sea so we had the dune area there's a lot of wildlife and um so they were hunting they call it the kitchen garden and we, we kept the name there's still a castle called kukenhof uh, so we'll invite you to come over okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm there that sounds Fabulous! Yeah, it really does. I mean, just like steeped in history. Oh yeah. Yeah, how cool is that? Oh, wonderful! Yeah. Yes. And is that where you were born and brought up? Because I was born up in English. You, you yeah. don't really have a Bronx accent or Brooklyn. No, not exactly. Can't well, quite place uh, it. Uh, well, Harlem. Harlem is close to us. Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> Harlem is Harlem. The uh, what they called Harlem in in New York is uh, is named after the city Harlem, which oh. is uh, which is about half an hour from us. Interesting. I did not know that. It, interesting. And yes, of course, uh, New York used to be New Amsterdam. Oh, uh-huh. sure. Good point. And then we sold out to the English. Yep, there you yeah. go. <laughs> kind of sorry about that. Sorry. Yeah, it was a good deal, though. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> we got Suriname back for it. 
but but uh, but that was a big history. That's why Manhattan is uh, is is built on 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 kind of a Dutch uh, philosophy that we are very tolerant. And we have a lot of people coming in from all the kind of all kind of the world, and uh, that's that's what the whole is about too. Yep. Yeah. That's wonderful. So yep. Have, especially when you have your festival. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. People love to combine Amsterdam with with the, the, the tulips in the spring. That's a big tourist. That's the only really busy spring tourist in, 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 in Europe is, is, is around that area. Later, of course, the weather gets nice. People go to Spain and France. And yeah. But the spring is Holland. Good. Yay. Yes. Sounds like it would be the best way to go. Let's see. 356-9397, by the way, is our phone number. If you have any questions for our, our bulb expert, Jack DeVruman, then certainly feel free to call in. Um, May I say something that has anything to do with bulbs? Absolutely. This we've had a an influx of white fly in oh, the community. Yes. Well, probably in the Midwest. Yeah. It's just you can't touch anything without a cloud of white fly coming mm. out of it. So the gardens have just been inundated with it. People don't want to be out working in their gardens. <laughs> it's just been awful. Yes. But they seem to be uh, slowing down a little bit. I I think you're right. Yeah. It has. But they have dissipated so but much. you don't want to take them indoors with you when you take your houseplants in. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention that it's seriously time to think about uh, trying to diminish the population of white fly on your houseplants before you take them inside. Because you want to be do- dealing with it then, um, it, like I do when it's raining and snowing and blowing and uh, 27 <laughs> oh, degrees. Shoot. No, don't wait till then. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Yes, do as I say, not as I do. So actually, you know, I told you that I started doing the systemic uh, insecticide on my houseplants a couple of weeks ago. Yes, you did. Well, yesterday I was out walking around looking at my houseplants that I'm going to take inside that I applied the systemic to, and I brushed the leaves to see what would fly off of it. Nothing. <gasps> it was So it, I know. <laughs> it's funny how that happens. Hallelujah. So it's, it's, it's time to be thinking about it. Do your contact spray and then do your systemic application on the soil um, so that you'll, your, your plants will be ready to go inside when it starts getting too cool for them outdoors. So it's definitely time to be thinking about it, especially this year when we had such a huge infestation of white fly. Absolutely. Because the cold will kill them, but you don't want to leave your house plants out that long. No, you, wa- you want to keep your plants. Yeah. So yeah. that's all I wanted to say. Just I'm, a I'm glad you did because we had uh, a few phone calls yesterday about it oh, as for well. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, with the cooler temperatures that we had. Oh, for sure. Uh, overnight. Oh, i got to think about getting my, my plants inside. My plants inside, inside yeah. Yeah. That, that's what made me think about it was that it was so, oh, gosh, it was so beautiful this morning. It was 51 when I was driving to work. Nice. Um, so I know it was a little bit cooler, but. What a beautiful time of year! Mm-hmm. But you got to start thinking about uh, ahead, like planning ahead for tulips mm-hmm. in the spring. Gardeners so are not famous for doing that, but we gotta. But if you can do it, boy, is the reward worth it! Oh my <laughs> gosh! Boy, for sure. We have a couple of bulb gardens in this community that actually make people just stop on the street. You're driving down the street, you just have to screech on your brakes because it's like, whoa. Fabulous color. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, good to hear. And and uh, you know what a fifty-five mile hour tulip is, or or, or, or bulb is. Remember that? Well, it's somebody I race with, or <laughs> <laughs> it's a color you can see when you're driving sixty-five miles an yes, hour. Yes, 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 yes. Of course, it's yellow. We've loved that <laughs> expression. Uh, He's exactly. used it. Use it all the time in your yeah. absence. Yeah. And I know, I know the the, the the park district in Champagne is using more and more daffodils, more and more yellow daffodils. Oh, that's awesome! Really glad to hear that. Yeah. 
That's really cool. I love how you know that. Oh, well, but this isn't the only time that you are in Champaign. You said you also uh, will teach occasionally or lead a class over at the University of Illinois. Well, I used to do that more and more. There, there used to be horticulture class with, with, with Dr. Carboneau and uh, Diane Nolan that I went yep. out to. Oh, yeah. to, to, yeah. to uh, uh, and it was always fun because they always combined it with a trip to, to Europe with the kids, with the, with the, with the students. Oh, how cool how is that? How amazing. <laughs> so, so you know my students, they right. got to go to Europe. And, and um, uh, actually, there's still a university, the, the Kansas State University, Professor Chad Miller still does that. He nice. comes with a, with a bus of kids, and, yep. and uh, he's, awesome. and he really, he's really into a fantastic job in that respect. That's wow. really cool. Mm -hmm. So they saw they see the gardens, they can feel the, the, the sandy soil themselves compared to the heavier clay that you have. Mm -hmm. You go to greenhouses, uh, so they have a, a, a wider view of what's happening in the horticultural world. Is that why they do so well in Holland? Because you have a more sandy soil? Well, uh, one, of, one of the reasons, of course, the climate is good for us too. It's, it's uh, more like Seattle climate. And it's okay. the dunes like you see in Michigan. So it's very sandy. It's uh, uh, the the water goes through easily, so um, and um, and we need that eight ten weeks of good growing weather after the bulbs are are, are done, and it doesn't get that hot right away. And Holland gets stays cool. Okay. We still need the sun to make the new bulbs. Hence cool. Holland, Michigan. Oh oh wow! Yes, I've driven through there. Yeah. Oh my goodness! They Two do a, galore. A, a lot of uh, bulb production there. Well, yeah, it's been, uh, especially uh, uh, it's more it's more like the show now for for oh. for and, and they produce some themselves for for their own sales. Sure. Um, but if it gets too warm too fast, then the the the, the season was too short. Oh. So they only get small bulbs. That's why you get the big bulbs from Holland because we have a longer growing season. Nice. Cool. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. It's good to know, too. I'll be sure to get my bulbs that are from Holland then. But it sounds like whatever we choose, we may have to do a lot of soil amendment. Well, the, 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 ma the biggest thing is to, to make sure the soil is, has a little drainage. So when you plant, when you dig a hole, you make a, an area where you plant bulbs, make sure the ground is loose a couple of inches underneath the bulbs. So there's no water sitting in the hole. Right. That, that's the number one enemy sometimes. So you don't have to do a lot of soil amendments at all. I make the soil loose. Yeah. And when you want to f uh, perennialize or f uh, keep them longer, then give them some bull booster in the spring or some bull foot, some 996 or something similar. And okay. that's give them enough energy for the new bulbs to make for, for, the, for the future. Okay. Good to know. Well, we have a phone call at 356-9397. Rick in Villa Grove is calling in. Good morning, Rick. Good morning. Y'all need to take a trip up to Holland, Michigan. Uh, in uh, 2020, they have their Tulip Festival May 2nd through the 10th. Oh, and, nice. Uh, when? So when you uh, buy your tulip bulbs, you can also have custom-fitted wooden shoes made oh. for you. Oh, oh cool. That's cool. <laughs> I want. And they're warm in the winter. Did you know that? <laughs> They the keep your feet are? very warm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Really, in the winter time? The, all the farmers still use them in Holland. It's wood. It's it's insulated, and it, they keep your feet dry. Who knew? Ah, no. So me. that's a fun place to go. Oh, yeah, I bet it is. So you've been, huh? Beautiful. And they offer nothing, nothing, nothing. It's a little bit cheaper than uh, taking your uh, 
Atlantic Ocean flight over to, That's to, true. to, uh, just, to just European Just depends country. on how well you like tulips. <laughs> yeah. It could be less expensive or maybe not. Well, and it sounds like yeah. a nice little precursor, a <laughs> right. little taste of it before oh, for sure. you were to Oh, yeah. yeah. You can't, yeah. yeah. Okay, do just passing that on for you. Thank you. Hey, Thanks. Rick. No, Thank we appreciate okay. you calling in. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. I'm in on those wooden shoes. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I didn't know that. They still so he said it's like the first weekend of May or right about there. Yeah, it sounds like a... Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's about the same timing as it is for uh, the European. It, it's uh, it's a little actually uh, the, the peak is a little later, but it goes faster because oh, sure. it, it gets because warmer of the in May. Season, right? It gets warmer in May, yeah, but yeah. it's it's uh, and and um, it's sometimes hard to 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 peak for Michigan because sometimes you have an early season and tulips are are not are earlier or you have a later season. You never know. If uh, we have all the things happening in the climate change and things like that, so mm. it's hard to predict in those six, seven days. Not, not unlike this year, when we had a very cool spring and then a really hot summer, and things were so out of whack this year. Oh yes, in, in timing wise, right. you know, there's nothing, wasn't anything you could count on particularly no. being w- when it usually is. Yeah. It's just every year's different. Every Absolutely. year's different. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's it. Yeah, I, but okay. So I'm, I'm fascinated with this wooden shoe thing. Uh, what kind of wood is used? That's a good question. I've, I, I'm, I was going to say oak, maybe, but I'm not sure. Okay. But but uh. they c- but they they take they start from a from from big piece of wood and they sure. just have the machines to wow to to make them the just right way. Mills, mills them down. And yeah. and uh, they used to, m- of course, make them by hand. Oh yeah. And I think and I think in, in Michigan there's still uh, yeah. a shoe factory that shows that. Wow. How they do it by hand. So it's really interesting to see that that's culture. And uh, I mean. G- Going to Holland, Michigan, not just for the balls, but there's also a beautiful museum. They have some good Dutch old artwork. Oh, really? That, that we would oh. be jealous to see and to have in Amsterdam. Nice. You know, old work from people that emigrated, took the, the work along. So I if you see some Dutch history, it's a nice place to visit. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Road okay. trip. Great. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Let's go. Well, before we run out of time, I do want to mention that you still have some beautiful mums out here. Oh, oh my gosh. And they are just growing and getting lots of attention because they're here. But oh, my gosh, yeah. So now the ones that y- you have on sale for four ninety seven. Yes. I, I would have guessed they were like th- 4 or $5 more. Than they're than that big. They are. Yes. They're, yes, they are that big. So I grabbed one that seems very bright red. That's really, really beautiful. But you don't. Yeah, you completely sold out of the smaller ones for uh, two ninety seven. I think they were. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Have we? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, but, but yeah. Oh, but you, you still have a beautiful this is selection. Instant, instant gratification. It really is. And, and you know the weather is perfect. It's still plenty of time to plant trees, shrubs, and perennials. We've got lots of perennials and trees and shrubs. So, and they're all on sale. All on Absolutely. sale. So come in. Get them. Great. You've been listening to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with experts John Weisgarver and Marianne Metz. And a special thanks to our wonderful guest, Jack DeVruman of DeVruman Garden Products. Thank you very much. (laughs) I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Blake Landa. And a podcast of this show will be made available later today at WDWS.com. Also keep in mind that if you become an IB Long member here at Prairie Gardens, you can get an extra 10% off every Tuesday. That's a nice little handy discount to have. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. We have Saturday Sports Talk up next year.
here on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Have a wonderful weekend.